Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Petrano. Coming up on 10 Minutes After 8 on Wisconsin's Morning News, Greg Pancake Kill, producer of the program, Eric Bilstead, Vince Vetrano with you until 9 o'clock. Want to talk a little bit more about this kidnapping situation just the other side of the border in Mexico. Learning today that the folks who were kidnapped there, four people, righty? Yes, four. Four people kidnapped. They had gone, they crossed the border and were going into Mexico to have cosmetic surgery. What more do we know about that? Well, it, it caught us off guard when we first heard about this. But yeah, four people uh, from South Carolina, that was they were driving in there on Friday. FBI is still looking for them. It, it was in a spot that was very dangerous, considered one of the worst places to go if you're a U.S. citizen, according to the State Department. To do anything. Yeah, like this is not a place that the State Department suggests you go. And yeah, it was all for cosmetic reasons. This end of this report is what caught us off guard earlier today. That's what I told him Thursday. And then, like I said, Friday morning, I texted and I didn't get anything. McGee's mother says her daughter traveled from South Carolina to Mexico to get a Brazilian butt lift. Yes. Okay, so... A Brazilian butt lift. So, more on the sophomoric laughter that we had based on that later in the show. Yeah, yeah, well... We'll address that at a different time. But a, a legit cosmetic procedure that some folks do and you can have done, just the fact that they went south of the border to do it. Right, and there's a reason they did. In Mexico, the price of a so-called butt lift is about half of what it is here in the States. 35-year-old Latavia McGee had three friends with her when their minivan came under fire, and all four were abducted on the way to a medical clinic in Matamoros, Mexico. Okay, so lots to unpack here. I've got my guy. From Illum Cosmetic Surgery and Med Spa, also one of my best friends, Dr. Tom Corcus, joins us this morning, plastic surgeon. Morning, doctor. Good morning. Good morning, Vinny. How are you? <laughs> We're doing well. There was only one guy I was going to call, and I have a lot of <laughs> questions for you on what is happening here. So first and foremost, please define for all of our fine fans listening this morning, what is the Brazilian butt lift? So the Brazilian butt lift is when we harvest fat from the tummy, the back, potentially from the hips and the legs, arms, and then we capture the fat in a reservoir, and then we flip the patient over and we inject the fat into the buttock. What do we, do we, is that what you call it? I mean, do you do these, Doc? Yeah, we do them. Oh, yeah, I do. Actually, I do a fair amount of them. And... Uh, a lot of the literature came out of the Miami meeting, which I attend every year, and uh, we do it in a very safe manner, and we have not had any issues with this surgery within our centers. Who does this in Mexico? Is this just, it's just super cheap down there? That's why people would sneak down there and do it? Yeah, there, there's a lot of reasons people end up uh, journeying to Mexico, Puerto Rico, the Dominican for surgery, but a lot of it has to do with just the cost. Unfortunately, um, you know, surgery is real. Uh, I could tell you a bunch of horror stories uh, of people returning from these areas. Um, and problems are going to arise. So when you get the surgery outside of the United States and you come back in, uh, it's very difficult to get a board-certified plastic surgeon to pick up the care, particularly if there's a complication, because nobody wants to accept that responsibility. Yeah, we're talking with Dr. Tom Corcus from Loom Cosmetic Surgery and Med Spa, also one of my best friends. So, uh, so Doc, 
you you mentioned that you do do this procedure and that people will seek it elsewhere. I mean, can you give us a ballpark figure? Like, what does something like that cost around here? Oh, our Brazilian butt lift uh, with our within our offices and, and the privacy of our operating rooms can run anywhere between eighty five hundred and, and uh, ninety five hundred dollars. Okay, and that you... covers everything: operating room charges, anesthesia. That's a board certified anesthesiologist at the head of the table. Um, that that's the entire cost. Are you beginning you, to end? Are you out for that surgery? You have to be, right? Oh yeah, yeah. You are you are sleeping during that surgery. How soon before you can <laughs> rock? Before you can what, Eric? <laughs> Ask him. Before, before you can, can twerk? Sh- show off that tush. Well, you know, it, it, it depends who you read, but uh, most of the guys that have, that have described this procedure say within a period of about five to seven days, you can sit on your, on your tailbone. Uh, prior to that, you really want to stay off it. You want to move side to side and, and lie on your back, but... Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's real, and uh, I'm not going to tell you you can get a big butt out of it, uh, uh, out of one procedure, but what you can get is you can get reshaping, and uh, the patients that have come through our facilities have been really happy with the results. Is there any real medical reason, or is it all just cosmetic? Oh, no, it's purely cosmetic. Yes, and, but uh, Eric, you if know, you feel if you look good and you feel better about yourself, that can have no. a medical benefit, can it, Dr. Tommy? Yeah. I will tell you, though, boys, I've had a couple of women that I've done in the past that now are a little bit older and they're coming in and they want it reversed. So it's interesting how trends change. So it actually, it'll, it'll stay forever unless you actually have it re- deconstructed. Yeah, so when you move fat, about, uh, I would say, up to 50% of the fat gets a new blood supply and survives. And, uh, and really the only way you can get rid of it is to remove it. So some women actually now, now that they're older, uh, we see this with breast implants as well. You know, they just don't want to be as big and they want to have less, less volume. Sure. So you have to liposuction that out. Dr. Tom Corcus, board certified plastic surgeon, Loom Cosmetic Surgery and Med Spa. What live? Dr. Tommy, I know you, you have to have some work that you're really proud of, right? When, oh yeah! When they come back in, you're like, "Oh, I did a good job there." Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. When, when you see them on social media showing your work off, that's when you know things are good. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I suppose you do have to have like pictures, right? That you have to show off, like when when uh, you have we a... got before and after. Yeah, Eric, we got before and afters. Uh, we can show a whole host of results. Yeah. yeah. Is it is it so. like when you? Now I've been at your place. I don't recall it being like when you go to the. Uh, to a professional photographer over there at Sears, and they got photo. You know, like, can we use your family photo here to to show the work we did? Do you have pictures up there at a loom? <laughs> no, we uh, all so, are. It's very done discreetly, and uh, it's done in the appropriate fashion uh, okay. uh, to the American board, and uh, and then we harbor those photos in a secure spot within the office sure. within a uh, particular. Um, uh, 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 a software program. No, I just yeah. meant if Eric comes in for a little, you know, buttock enhancement there, if he, if he you know, you make a deal with him, hey, can we use your photo on our wall? <laughs> you know, is that a deal you're offering today to Eric or no? Yeah, well, listen, listen, if Eric, you know, Vinny, I'm going to need another year of training because that's a tough case, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> 
Well, so what? What do you? I gotta make that pretty. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Like, can, what would someone generally wear after something like this? After it's done and looking great, is it just like yeah. speedos? Is it wow. bikini bottom? Like, what? What is the uh, the way to flaunt it the most after the work is done? Well, that's why yoga pants are so popular right now, right? You know. <laughs> Uh, the Lululemons and uh, the various yoga pants, uh, particularly in the state of Wisconsin. But, you know, you get down in, in the south of Florida and it's, uh, it's G-string city, you know. Oh, yeah. Do, you, do, you, do, uh, do a lot of dudes come for this procedure? You do some men, don't you? I, we do men. And actually, you'd be very surprised. Uh, more men than you would think. Uh, men are definitely entering the cosmetic surgical realm uh, over the last few years. Um, I'm not going to tell you that the Brazilian butt lift is the most popular procedure that they're seeking. Usually it's eyelid surgery and liposuction of the torso, particularly getting the flanks out. But we do see men that say, hey, if you're going to take the fat out of my flank and you put it in my buttock and add some volume. Who's doing this? Who's doing this down in Mexico? Is it is it um, Americans that just go down there because they know they can set up shop as far as the, the doctors? Oh, who's? I'm sorry, Eric. You cut in and out. Who who's doing it down yeah, there? Yeah, who's who's uh, oper- doing the operations down there? Is it just Americans looking for knowing that there's a business? I'm, I'm sorry, I lost you there just a little bit. One more time. Uh, the, the surgeons who like who's who's actually doing the work in these other places like Mexico? Well, well that's a thing. You don't know who's doing the work. Um, I will tell you that that some of these destinations um, have uh, very qualified surgeons. Uh, particularly in South America, but otherwise it's a crapshoot. I mean, they're just they're trolling off, trolling these patients off the internet. Wow! So you you don't know what you're getting. I'm going to tell you. I had a woman who went down to Mexico for gastric bypass surgery a few years back, and the reason she went is because it was much cheaper. And I will tell you, they put the incisions on her. They put her to sleep, put the incisions on her abdomen. Uh, she came back to the United States a week later. Never lost an ounce of weight went and saw the local gastric bypass pay, uh, doctors here in town. They worked her up, and they never did the surgery. Oh, my goodness. And it, yeah, did, they just made the incisions. No recourse then, hey, Tommy? Like, they can't, like, how do you even follow up? You know, I had a gal that had a facelift down in Brazil, and she was very upset with the results. She flew back down wanting uh, a revision. The plastic surgeon said, I'm not doing anything for you, and if you think you're going to sue me, good luck. I'll get five or six other of my friends locally that'll say I did nothing wrong. I, there's no recourse in none at all. Dr. Tom Corcus, a board-certified plastic surgeon, Illum Cosmetic Surgery and Med Spa, and good friend of mine. Hey, I'm, I'm glad you and I finally yeah, got stuff. to talk in a professional realm, Tommy, other than golf. I know. I, I, I enjoyed it, uh, Vinny and Eric. It's uh, very kind of you guys to reach out. All right. Great to talk to you, Doc. All right, guys. Have a great day, and thank you so much. Yeah, you thank bet. you. That's incredible. When his family has done good work in Milwaukee, a lot of folks would know uh, Tommy's dad, uh, Dr. George Korkos, okay. was one of the original investors in the Milwaukee Bucks back in the day, so he was in the, in the sports field as well, but uh, he started uh, started that business and uh, Tommy learned from him and so many others, and they, and they do do good work at Illum. And it's, you know, folks for, uh, you heard him say, like a lot of different reasons they're seeking out these various surgeries. But right, from a cost perspective, sure, you can get a good deal somewhere else, but you then deal with the results. But live. 821 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Rotund body.
you did not. <laughs> 8.24 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Producer Greg Hill, the DJ this morning. Oh, boy. So, okay, to get a Brazilian butt lift. Okay, so it needs to be addressed. There's nothing funny about plastic surgery. And there are, you know, really good work. Obviously, Tommy's one of my best friends, mm-hmm. Dr. Corcus, And he does wonderful work, and people yes. seek him out for a variety of reasons. Yep, yep. You know, look good, feel good, all of that stuff. Full full-on support, whatever, you know, maybe you want to do it, maybe you don't, your business, and they do wonderful work. But the what caught me off guard this morning was the ABC News report that ended with just out of nowhere. Yeah, just kind of, there it was. And that was early on, like when this story was just starting to pop, as we've started to learn more about why they were down there and whatnot. So it was Andrew Dimbert here. I'll fire it off here. I told him so, I had and he was talking to the mother of one of the victims there. Who was kidnapped, I, yes. And I warned you. I said, hey, get ready for the end of this. Is going to catch you off guard. McGee's mother here's how it ended. her daughter traveled from South Carolina to Mexico to get a Brazilian butt lift. Now wait for the break. The beat. Here comes Vinny finally. Coming up, an iconic Milwaukee venue needs your help. Siding Unlimited, WTMJ. <laughs> Damn it, I almost had it. Man, you warned me. <laughs> That's you warned me. I told, I, I told you exactly what was gonna happen. And it still happened. <laughs> so that was five thirty. You this saved morning. that clip from this morning? <laughs> That's course. what you play for me? Of course. <laughs> uh, you he almost did, got so through it. You almost got through it. What had happened was, right, we're in the we're in the story, and then like we turn our mics off, and Eric and I could talk. Sometimes he'll tell me instructions. Because you, you had just dropped that in, that story. Yeah, yeah, we had to make a quick change, put that in there, and I know I can see the script. I can see what Andrew is going to say in and the piece said, that he said. And you said, what did you say exactly? What, what was your instruction to me exactly? Say, heads up on how this ends. Take a look right. at how this ends. So then it ended. Traveled from you didn't South take Carolina a look. to Mexico to get a Brazilian butt lift. <laughs> and then it just ended. Yes, true. There was no out cue, was there? I'm Coming up, an iconic Milwaukee venue needs your help. Siding Unlimited, WTMG. <laughs> oh, so close. Man. <laughs> so you should be able to hear the word butt on the radio and not, and not lose it, it, right? Okay, I In that context. I'm 49 years old. Butt lip. But <laughs> the way he said it, though. I have, two, I have two things to offer, Your Honor, in my defense. One is... Most stories don't end that way. At least there's a standard out cue. <laughs> and a standard out cue is when yeah. someone, you know, Eric Bill said WGTMJ News. Right. Debbie Lasca, so, WGTMJ Trash. Last line. And then you yeah, have the reporter yeah. out cue the story, say his name, like Eric just said. And it's yeah. us kind of waiting on that. At least that would have given me a beat. To get a Brazilian butt lift. Just done. <laughs> story over. So that's hanging out there, and I've tried to gather myself. So that's my first complaint, is where was the standard out on that? Number two, come on, man, couldn't you have just said cosmetic procedure? <laughs> left it at that. Dimbert knew what he was doing when he ended that story that way. There are people who didn't make it through the newscast all over America. He really punched that one, too. Yeah. Butt lift. Butt lift. Yeah, oh, he owned it. He definitely owned it. You want to hear it again? To get a Brazilian butt lift. Yep, see, there okay. it is. Yep. Buckle fat. <laughs> so that's what happened this morning on Wisconsin's <laughs> Morning News. 828. Coming up, an iconic Milwaukee venue needs your help. 
Siding Unlimited, WTMG. <laughs> Man. See, that happens. They're a Good Morning America right now. They were all laughing coming back from a break, and Robin Roberts said Michael Strahan's back, and he was cracking us up here in the break. So what makes you think that has anything to do with the... The Mexico no, store. Nothing. I just mean like it happens. <laughs> Stuff no, happens see, okay. when the mics are off, and then every once in a while you get somebody and they can't get it back. Oh, man, that happens way too often or around it here. does. on Wisconsin's Morning News. Just scrolling through here, E, to see if there's anything else on the Aaron Rodgers story. Initially reported by Trey Wingo. He used to be ESPN, right, Trey? Yes. And now he's what, Pro Football News or... That sounds right. Something he's else. Kind of, I know he's been trying to do a couple of different things now. Here was his tweet that set the sports world ablaze this morning. Per sources, Aaron Rodgers and the Jets had conversations today. This would have been yesterday. While nothing is imminent, Rodgers is open to the idea of going to New York. So that's more than... And what we've had just the last few weeks is... Anybody near a microphone offering their opinion as to what may or may not happen, Mm. which I'm not saying there's no value in that. A lot of these folks have covered the National Football League for a long time. They may have some sourced reporting of people who are close to the situation or whatever. But in most cases, it's just some guy's opinion, some lady's thoughts on what may, could, or could not happen. So what makes this different is he's saying that Rodgers is open to – going to the Jets because he is discussing options with the Jets, which would indicate that the Packers have said, okay, go ahead, go talk with some other teams, right? Yeah, there has to be a lot there that if indeed the report is true, and Wingo is the one who first posted it, but now there is some, some others there are some other down. sources confirming yeah. that a meeting did play, take, take yeah. place between Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. And for that to happen... You would have to have, since Rodgers is under contract with the Green Bay Packers, for it not to be tampering or some other violation on the part of the Jets, the Packers would have had to say, okay, you can talk to our guy. So am I the only one that reads this as he has to figure out whether or not he wants to play anymore, that the Packers have clearly moved on? Okay, we're moving on. Hey, man, figure it out. We want to play our guy. I think that's the easiest read on it. The Packers... Maybe the Packers and Rodgers did have that conversation that he's been referring to. Well, we have to have a conversation. We have to talk. You know, yeah. Conversations have to be. Maybe they had that conversation, and the Packers maybe did tell him, hey, um, we're ready to move on. Or you know, or not. So th- I'm guilty of that, which I just accused others of. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's still possible that Rodgers came to the Packers and said, I'd like to talk to these guys, see what that environment would be like as to whether or not I'd be open to that sort of trade and not necessarily closing the door on returning to the Packers. Who knows where they're at in that conversation? How could this happen? How could, did you ever think in a million years, A, that he'd play for another team? I mean, obviously we've thought this the last, more recently, but throughout the years of Aaron Rodgers, did you think we'd get to this point and then it also most notably being the New York Jets, the team that Brett went to is the same team now that Rodgers could be traded to. Are you kidding? How is this possible? If this were a movie and this was the sequel, we'd say it was bad. <laughs> like, oh, we already saw this movie. I liked it better the first time when it was the Brett Favre story. Oh my right? Gosh, you would on. complain that they didn't write an original script. 
I, that's why I still have a hard time believing it. I mean, the hemming and hawing, the every year yes. with the will he, won't he, and thought- then <laughs> at the end of it goes to the Jets. I remember so proudly Same talking movie. about him. I remember it's like I, nonchalantly, whether it's at the bar, or at the water cooler, probably even on the air. I've said a million times, you know what, that he's learned from Brett more than anything else on the field. What he's learned is not to do the same thing. That. He's he's got a brand here. He knows that brand. He's invested in the community here. He's invested in the Bucks. Like he's he knows his brand, so he'll never allow that to happen. And here it's almost identical if he gets traded. Saw how ugly that divorce was. Right. How it, how it tarnished it. the legacy. All of those things. We had two-time sports writer of the year, Lori Nichols. She joins us regularly now, and I love talking to Lori. She's a regular contributor to the show. She joins us at 10 minutes before 7 o'clock on Tuesdays. So it worked out really well today for us to ask Lori. I mean, she's covered the Green Bay Packers for decades and had some insight on that. And asked her specifically about, really, he's going to do the exact same thing? And here's how she responded. So in 2010, I flew out to San Diego and hung out with Aaron Um, and that was right before he won the Super Bowl, and he talked about it even then. I think he was about 27 years old, and he's like, I am not going to play until I'm 40 years old. I am not going to do the same things. I'm not going to. But time has a way of changing us, right, and going through these experiences, and um, I don't think the parallels are perfect. Um, I think, you know, if Aaron Rodgers makes a decision uh, before the draft, before, you know, all the, even in the next month or so, if he doesn't drag it out, if he doesn't change his mind and waffle back and forth, that's a huge difference uh, that between Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre. So if it goes the step further, which is interesting in this one coming in on the old National Bank talk and text line, which is 855-616-1620, old National Bank, get old. 855-616-1620, if you have some thoughts on this. This person writing, I predict that we're going to see Favre 2.0 where Rodgers goes to the Jets for a year or two, but then finishes his career with an NFC North no team way. like perhaps the Lions. No way. Say no way again. <laughs> say no way again, right? I'm with you, but he say it again. Seen, he has seen. He saw what happened. Say no way again. No way. I'm channeling Pulp there's, Fiction. There's no way. Say what again. Say what one more. There's no way. There's no way he does that. He is not going to follow the Favre model all the way through. I don't know. Well, he does have chip on your shoulderitis like he gets if yeah, yeah something bugs him that sticks that with him a, he still's not passed not getting drafted by the 49ers right and that was a fire issue <laughs> right yeah, and clearly that's worked out for him <laughs> so right if he feels Wait, like in some way he's been by the Niners all the time. disrespected by the Packers and I but as much as this cat is capable of putting a, sho- a chip on his shoulder that doesn't even exist, I don't know that he would leave with the same level of animosity for the Packers. I, see, I don't the think way he that would. he's talked and about how zen he is, and you know, like you know, they have to do what's right for the franchise. And they have to do what's right for you know. We're going to have conversation. Like I really think that if the Packers said, "Look, we got this guy. It's Jordan Love, and we, we you know, we can be done here," maybe he would be at peace with that decision. Not that he wouldn't love to come back and beat the Packers mm-hmm. as a competitor. Right, sure. But I don't know that he's out there deliberately trying to stick it to him. You definitely felt that Favre was trying to invent a way that he could get back and, and do what would hurt us the most. Yeah, and he almost got away with and it. And he almost got He was one or two plays away from reaching the Super Bowl with the Vikings. If it weren't for those meddling kids. Right? Right. God, what would we have done? How would we have looked at him if he had won a Super Bowl with the Vikings? I'm telling you, had that happened... Had that happened, the Vikings the next day would have retired number four, would have had that hanging up there in the rafters and said, hey, look look at our guy. 
<laughs> and he was MVP of our Super Bowl. Oh, they just would have done it. They throw it in their it. face, and they should. That's the bullet. They would have thrown it in their face every step of the way. A lot of folks texting in on the old National Bank talk and text line 855-616-1620. This is why both Favre and Rogers have only one ring, and Brady has seven. Brady focused on the team in the offseason instead of himself. Interesting text there. One difference between Favre and Rogers' deal. Favre originally said he was going to retire, then he had no more to give, then changed his mind and went to the Jets. I do agree yeah. that's another difference, too. He retired. Right. But, they but also, for the paperwork. I mean, we've heard reports that they wanted to sit him at halftime against the Giants. Remember that? We were just talking about that. In the NFC Championship? Yes. It was so cold at halftime, they're actually mulling whether or not they wanted to throw Rodgers out there because Favre was ineffective in the cold. That was when, you know, my hero, Brett Favre, like, appeared weak and frail to me. It was that NFC Championship game, and it's set up perfectly for all of us. Remember how happy we were for that to happen, and we beat the Seahawks the week before in the Snow Bowl game, right? We... Was it Aaron Jones? No. Who was the running back at the time? Batman. Oh, Green. Uh, Amon Green. Green. Amon Green fumbled twice early. We were down 14-0, to not five minutes into the game, uh, against the Seahawks the week before in the divisional championship. Came back and won that one. Came back and blew them out, boat raced them. Mm -hmm. Glorious game. Amazing game. All right, it's all happening. And then later in the day or perhaps it was the next day, the Cowboys go ahead and lose at home to the lowly Giants. And we're hosting the NFC Championship on the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field, where Brett Favre always wins, and all the lore, and all the magic. And these Giants were the sixth seed, and there's no way they're coming in here. And And there he was on the sideline, you're right, shivering. And I'm not saying a guy can't get cold. I'm sure he was. I mean, Tom Coughlin, you see his face? Right. But he looked, he looked, I, like, he looked weak. He was shoving those, remember he had the, the hand warmers and he was shoving them on his face and he was, I mean, his performance in that game was not Hall of Fame worthy and we lost. And then after that, he retired. Did he? I thought he got traded to the Jets and then retired after. Well, no, the- he retired first. Oh, you're right. Remember? You're right. And then he came, then he said, then it was like done. He didn't sign the paperwork, but it was done. I'm done. You know, that's all I have to give. And he says he felt pressured to make a decision before he was ready. Yada, 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 whatever. But then he came back. Remember, we were following the airplane. He came back. Was it family night? Brett Favre's in the building. He's maybe going to come back. He's not. That's how that all played out. Oh, what an innocent time that was. And Aaron Rodgers came in and saved us, and it was all good. And he won that Super Bowl relatively early after he became a starter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When did he take over as a starter? 08? Mm. 08 was a, was a tough season. He was getting it. 09. He sacked a lot. 2010 season, 2011 Super Bowl was Super Bowl 45. And then the next year, they go 15-1. and one. And then that begins the long process of couldn't win that. Couldn't win those big games, even at Lambeau Field. 15-1 and they went that season. They get the first round by. They actually had home field advantage through the playoffs, first round by. And they get beaten the next in the first round. Giants or their again, right? divisional championship. Giants again, mm-hmm. right? So I don't know how it all plays out. But I think, again, the, the actual news today, more than folks speculating he might do this, I think I thought I heard, is it seems 
pretty clear from multiple sources now that a meeting did occur between Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. So at least that possibility is out there and open. How seriously it's being considered by either side, that we don't know would be speculative, but something's happening today. 847 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Getting a lot of love from my buddy Dr. Tom Corkus this morning. Had him on the show talking plastic surgery from Illum Cosmetic. And uh, somebody somebody called him Dr. Joe Pesci. <laughs> he does sound a little bit like <laughs> He's Pesci. He's got a little Pesci in him. He's a good time. He's great. So I was surprised. You know, we, yesterday we were talking about, I said I, I had breakfast with my mom and she makes a list of things that we need to talk about. And that got us talking about how often we speak with our parents. Yeah. And we were just talking about it around around the office here. One of our teammates said his wife talks to her mom three times a day. That seems too much to me. That does seem I mean, like do a what lot. You want, but right, that seems like a lot. And then, but but there were a lot of folks that we talked to. So they talked to their parents every day or at least multiple times Which a week. Is great. That, that I'm impressed. That surprised me though. I'll go a couple weeks even without talking to my mom. Yeah, I mean, me I suppose too, we check in here and there, and there are texts and whatnot. There might be an occasional text or two, but yeah, me too. It could be a couple of weeks, which I'm not. I'm not proud of that. Yeah. Well, every, I mean, everybody has a thing, but uh, Betty from Neshota called the show yesterday, and she said she needed her kids to call her. And Betty has called us back this morning. You have news on that front, Betty? Yes, I do. And guess who called? <laughs> I'm going to take a wild guess. You're one of the kids. Yes, my daughter called. <laughs> All right. <laughs> now, did she hear us on the show? No, but my favorite son-in-law uh, he went ahead and went on the internet or whatever, and he picked up our conversation. So when my daughter came home from work, he played it for her. And, and it, so what was her? So all right, so he shamed wait, her. Quick, quick plug no, for the no, podcast she here. She kind of let. Pardon me. Uh, quick plug for the podcast here. Greg Pancake Hill puts <laughs> yes. all of our important moments of the show up, and you can access those wherever you get your podcasts, including Apple and Spotify. Which is probably uh, outside of your area there, Betty. So just I'm glad the son-in-law found it. But he must have heard us yes. talking and played it for your daughter. Yes, he did. That's correct. And what was her reaction to it? She was all right with it. She, she thought it was kind of funny. Agreed that she, she ought just, to call you some more? Yeah. And she called this morning. <laughs> and this morning. And prob- yes, and I probably won't hear from her for a couple of days. But that, that's okay. She got... She got the message. That's the main thing. Well, we're oh, that's great. Very proud that we could assist you in that. Do you see the reach of the program here, Betty? This is a pretty big deal. Pardon me? <laughs> hey, Betty, is there anything else we can help you with? Any other family uh, Yeah, drama, what else or? is going on over there that we can oh, fix for you? I could, uh, anybody listening that knows me, they know I could go on for a long time, but you don't have enough time on your radio <laughs> station to listen. What, do you have any like plumbing issues that someone needs to come by and check out or get squirrels in the attic or anything? Oh, no, I have chipmunks in the uh, summertime, and I take care of that. You do? Uh, pl- tell us how you take care of that. Uh, you don't have my phone number if anybody calls. I, I t- teach them how to swim. Yep, I knew it. <laughs> and a little bucket. Put some seed, float that on the top. All right, Please. Betty. We're uh, glad we could help you, and uh, thank you so much for sharing, sharing the follow-up to that story this morning. Oh, I'm glad to help. Keep, keep the stories coming, and I'll keep my answers coming. <laughs> okay. Will do. Take care. Thank you, Betty. So again, quick quick plug for the podcast. If you need to 
share the wealth of information that yeah. we've provided for you today. If you need someone who needs some work on their tush, we talked to a cosmetic surgeon yeah, we earlier got that this for hour. You. Plenty of information there. Need to hear that hot take from uh, Lori Nickel this morning. Yeah, That's up on stuff. the podcast. Actually, she had stuff. really good stuff. Hot mm-hmm. take has almost got a negative connotation now. No, she had right? great stuff. She talked to Rogers way back when. Right. What, a decade ago? And he said he would never do what he's doing right now. Every good moment from the show is podcasted. It's up available for you at WTMJ.com. You can get it on our mobile app and now anywhere where you find your podcast. 855 on Wisconsin's Morning News. WTMJ, W277-CV, and WKTI-HD2 Milwaukee. From the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. Fifty-eight on Wisconsin's Morning News. We're closing it out. Steve Scafidi takes you up until noon today. Springsteen Day today. The boss is in town here at uh, Pfizer. I want to get him on the show. I'm going to talk about him a little bit, just kind of see if he's list someone from his crew's listening. They got to be in already, right? You would think, think like, yeah, guy like that. Well, I mean, so like the crew, they're they got the trucks and all that other stuff. That's here. He's got to fly. Here, there. Yeah, I wonder when he gets in. So maybe you know, just by some weird, you never weird happenstance. Somebody gets, you know, maybe he's bored. He, he, I don't know if you you follow Springsteen much. He he's done things like go gone to the movies with fans, sat in the audience with a, with a kid who loves his music, and then went to his mom's house to visit with her. He does random stuff like that. So I'll throw the invitation out. But we're gonna we're starting with a big one. Are we a country of liars? Yes. January sixth, elections, COVID. I just read a story last night about parents who lied during the pandemic because they didn't want to deal with their kids having COVID and didn't want to deal with like alternate childcare and stuff. So now parents are part of that as well. Are we a country of liars is what we're going to talk about nine o'clock hour. Big stuff. I once proffered that as a parent of then young kids, now teenagers, I may well have done them 